Hi everyone. Welcome to Seed Planters with the Cameron family. We meet weekly via video to discuss a new keyword and what we've learned in life regarding each new word. My name is Michelle. I'm Suzette. And I'm Nicole. And I'm Jocelyn. We're three sisters sharing our thoughts with our dad. Join us for today's episode. So welcome back, everyone. Um, we're continuing our conversation on the word, word. I'd like to read some definitions from the Merriam-Webster Collegiate Dictionary, online dictionary, about the word, word. So it's a speech sound or series of speech sounds that symbolizes and communicates a meaning, usually without being divisible into smaller units capable of independent use. That's a mouthful. Um, the entire set of linguistic forms produced by combining a single base with various inflectional elements without change in the part of speech elements. It's also a written or printed character or combination of characters representing a spoken word. And an example here is the number of words to a line. Um, I have examples here, but I wanna move on with definitions. Any segment of written or printed discourse ordinarily appearing between spaces or between a space and a punctuation mark. Um, it's also considered a brief remark or conversations. For example, I would like to have a word with you. And then of course the plural for word is words. Um, word is also used for talk or discourse. For example, putting one's feelings into words. It's also the text of a vocal musical composition Word is also an order or command. For example, don't move till I give the word. Then there's also news or information. I sent word that he would be late. It's also a rumor, also considered a promise or declaration. She kept her word. Um, also a quarrelsome utterance or conversation. They had words and parted. And then also the expressed or manifested mind and will of God, logos. And then the action of speaking or making verbal communication. Words is also the other, another meaning for it is a saying or proverb. And also a number of bytes processed as a unit and conveying a quantum of information in communication and computer word, work. And then there's a verbal signal, a password. And slang, it's also used interjectionally to express agreement. Word, like that. <laughs> um, a good word, a favorable statement. Put in a good word for me. And then there's good news. What's the good word? In short, it says in a word. In so many words, when somebody wants to say something in a, an exact term. Um, then a few words, say a man of few words, for example, of one's word. 
that can be relied on to keep a promise, right? Um, a man of his word, for example. And upon my word, indeed, assuredly, an example that's here, upon my word, I've never heard of such a thing. And then there's a, the verb definition and it's worded, wording, words. So um, there's also a trans, transitive verb to express in words, which is a phrase, of course. And you say a carefully worded reply. Synonyms, it's command, commandment, decree, dictate, direction, injunction, order, also to articulate, to express, to say, to state. And um, there are examples here, I'll just give a couple. It says, how do you spell that word? Please is a useful word. The lawyer used Joe's words against him. We will wait for your word before we serve dinner. And then for verb, can we word the headline differently? try to word the declaration exactly right. And this was first used before the 12th century. And um, as a noun and as a verb, it was used in the 13th century. And the word is derived from Middle English, Old English, Old High German, Latin, and Greek. So it's a lot of derivatives that gave us the word word. Now, scriptures that have the word word in them. Um, I'm looking at it from the King James Version. There's a few verses that I wanted to share. So Genesis 45, verses 27 and 28, they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons, which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father revived. And Israel said, it is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. Then there's Exodus 4, verses 30 and 31. And Aaron spake all the words which the Lord had spoken unto Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel and that he had looked upon their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshiped. Joshua 24. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it hath heard all the words of the Lord which he spake unto us, it shall there be therefore a witness unto you, lest ye deny your God. Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 31. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Matthew 8, verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come, shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Luke 8, verse 12. 
Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. John 14, verse 24. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Acts chapter 6, verse 7. And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Acts chapter 19, verse 20. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. And that's, those are the verses that I was able to pull. There were a lot of them that came up when I did a search and the definitions for the word word. So we're going to continue our conversation around this. Um, so how would you apply this word to current events? And the time that we're recording this, we just had a very interesting week that we just came through um, nationally. And so I'm anxious to hear what my family has to say about this. Um, so this is Nicole. So um, hmm. incite, um, so they can incite chaos. Um, so, you know, especially if they are targeted words and the words are desiring to get a certain effect, then you can see um, actions come from that. And that was something that as, as I was listening to the scriptures, you know, that connection is there, that something is said and then something is done. Um, so just like, you know, you were mentioning before Michelle, you know, that God said it and then the world was created or man was created or the light was created. So he said it and then there was an action um, or something that was visible or God spoke the commandments and then they were written on the tablet. And so, um, you know, there's something that's said and if it's said enough or said very targeted, um, you can have action that occurs. And this week there was a lot of negative uh, action and chaos and, um, you know, just a lot of hurt, I guess you can say also that happened, um, at our nation's capital and, um, and with it, you know, there, there's a lot of, um, fallout that happened afterwards as well for the people involved and, um, you know, some people lost their lives. And so, and all of that happened because words were spoken and they were put out there and then people, decided to do make decisions and do some actions. Hi, this is Suzette. Um, the word as it relates to current events, um, I mean, there's a lot of things we could say, but just to keep it short, um, as uh, Nicole had mentioned, words were said and actions were carried out that were all negative based. Um, it's, people actually pay attention to words and if they are for you, um, they listen to everything you say. It does not mean that it's correct. So even if you're saying something that's wrong, malicious, hateful, 
and can invoke um, a lot of anger and, and riots, then uh, they still listen because they believe in you. So the words are very powerful. Um, we, we think of our, the president of the United States right now, who is not very uh, tactful with his words, not very careful, but um, it's also important to note that the social media pays attention to his words. And for that reason, they blocked him from a lot of platforms um, because of the words that he's speaking. They're feeling that um, it's going to invoke more injustice, more uh, riots, um, more destruction. And to prevent that, they felt that they did their part in blocking his access and allowing him to continue to speak freely as he, he is. He's trying to find ways to circumvent that and other means of reporting through other platforms. But um, uh, they, they're watching the words now more closely than ever, and they're deleting things as soon as they're put up. Um, so words, uh, it's unfortunate, but we would have hoped that people in charge would want to see uh, the best and the welfare of the country um, only, you know, only thinking about others, but it's unfortunate that not everyone feels that way. And we sometimes are very selfish and we think only of ourselves um, and what we want. And it's never, it does not mean that it's for the betterment of others. So we have to rem remember that words are powerful. I would not say that uh, they do not recognize that. I know that they do. And that's why they abuse the power of words. But um, we have to also look on the other side of how to turn that around and how to uh, bring about life, peace, uh, the good of others, and looking out for the best of someone else. It's never always about us. We have to always be mindful of others in a positive way. Yeah, um, <clears throat> this is Jocelyn. <laughs> uh, I certainly appreciate the comments made by Nicole and Suzette um, and the, the matter of uh, our discussion of word. Uh, you know, uh, it is said, I've heard it said more than once, uh, several times really, so words, can cure and words also can kill. <laughs> um, but it's also said that words are wind, however blow is unkind. But you know, the thing about it is that Words do hurt, and it hurts even more than a, a blow, depending on, on the weight of that um, blow or hit, and where you have been hit in the body. Because words that are spoken that cut to the heart 
<laughs> Mostly are never been forgotten. They never forget whoever it is that it was applied to or towards. And um, it does cause a lot of problems when somebody use words, give and gives an instruction and expect that word or those words to be carried out. And even if you had not intended for that word to be executed in a way to cause damage or hurt, you cannot take it back once it has been put into action. Um, somebody has been hurt. It talk about current events. Having heard certain words issued for the purpose of doing something that you probably think was in order and you went ahead and execute what the words what a word was telling you to do, it does not absolve you from responsibility uh, after something has drastically happened or happened that caused a lot of headaches and problems. Um, we saw recently where people have been hurt badly and some have died as you mentioned, uh, our nation's capital. Uh, but, you know, it could have been avoided if we follow the trends in which these words were being uh, used and make attempts, those who are able to um, do put a correction to it, to the words and do, do that early at an earlier stage it probably could have all ended without people being hurt but it is something that we are able to learn from right now that we should not take it for granted that we can say anything using words and that people will not take it beyond a level where it could cause hurt. So, especially for leaders, we should be very careful. Matter of fact, we should be so trained, well-trained prior to taking up certain positions so that we know what, how far we, we can go um, using words or otherwise or giving commands and that would cause such devastation and such problem, create difficulties for others and fear, put fear in the hearts of many. I wasn't there, but I was fearful for what this all could turn out to be. 
and I I don't know, but I think I want to go along with those who are saying that something should be done so that we don't have this sort of thing happening in the future. Um, whatever has been done so far, we cannot take it back. It has already gone through and there is, a, as I said before, a lot of hearts, people are really upset and some are mourning because they have lost loved ones and it need not uh, happen. It didn't have to happen. So with all of this, I just want to say that we have to be careful in using words and be precise if we want to use words, we have to give instructions as to what exactly you are expecting to be done. And you have to think twice before you give those instructions. And those who are carrying it out have to know that they have a great responsibility as well, not to cause damage or destruction or hurt to someone else. Um, like we have just recently heard and also witnessed in our lifetime. So this is where I'm coming from with this now. Um, this is Michelle. So the one thing that I know is that those who understand the power of words can manipulate others using those words, right? So words are released with the expectation of a certain response for those who, un, who have mastered words, right? Because there's people who in this world who have mastered the power of words and some have made it work to their advantage all along. Now, the thing that happens, though, is, is where the heart of the user of the words is. That's really the bottom line with all of what's going on right now. It's the heart of the user of the words. Your, if your intent is to cause division, um, it's, if it's your intent to incite and to cause um, revolutions because of your initial plan of keeping the power of the head of everything and not wanting to release it, didn't plan to release it, surprised that things have turned a different way, then not wanting to release it now brings out an element of desperation. And with the desperation, now manipulation is in full force and now words are being said so that people will do certain actions to help the person's objective to come true. So basically our outgoing president doesn't want to be outgoing, wanted to do two terms minimum. Um, I heard talk of the possibility of beyond two terms because wanted to change the way things are being done 
in the United States so that the power could stay where they want the power to stay. And because of that, there's a, um, a, an upswell of people um, who are locked in to the voice of their leader and anything that the leader says is what they do. And it doesn't matter how intelligent these people are. It doesn't matter their level in organizations or anything because I've heard of CEOs being arrested and fired and all this other stuff. So it, it's showing that it's a heart thing. Words connect us by to our heart, like our hearts receive certain types of words because of what our mind wants or what we desire for ourselves. So the power of words are understated by a lot of people. Um, yes, companies thrive on words. Social media is word driven, right? Any platform that we use, whether it's, even if it's video, it's still words because many times people are saying something in some of the videos or music is being played. So music is also a form of words, right? So I'm realizing that people have underestimated the power of words for a very long time in our country and leadership. But this presidency, I believe, has brought it to fore, to the forefront, the power the, the, the way words, sets of words can set off certain reactions and, and people saying things and people doing things. 2020 was filled with a lot of turmoil too because of that, even with the whole thing with the coronavirus and how careful people were from the very beginning or not careful. A lot of it had to do with what was said at the very beginning. So it became a political thing here in terms of that. So we have um, right now, there's an upswing with the coronavirus numbers, and there's not much being said about the disease now, the virus, because a lot of focus is on the presidency and who doesn't want to leave and give space for who needs to come in because they were rightfully voted in. Um, there's a lot of concern because upheaval um, means that the words that were spoken have not been forgotten and certain things people want that they say they want and they're not letting go of it, it's going to probably incite other things. And so because of the power of words and because we know that hearts are connected to certain types of words, it's of utmost importance that all of us take to heart what we say, how we say it, what's the intent behind what we say, who we're saying it to, how impressionable the audience is to what we're saying, and what's the outcome that you want to see happen. Are you willing to take full responsibility for the outcome that is happening or will happen because of what you're saying? Um, I'm very concerned. I'm not going to sugarcoat that part. I'm very concerned. Um, one thing I posted online is a question, how, how long do, do we think the Republic is going to last? Because that's a legitimate question. Um, and so there, I mean, that's a big 
conversation that I don't think we're going to have here, but it's a question that I dropped on my page online because I think it was a worthwhile thought for us to look into because current events show us that things are changing and the way the, the direction of how this country is is not going to be the same after what we have experienced because that opened a whole portal basically a new door has been opened that has never been opened for well over 200 years and so we have to be watchful we have to be mindful and we have to realize that there is power in our words thank you for listening to seed planters with the cameron family join us for our next episode next week <laughs>